This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in, that's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rude. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all that counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Welcome to the April 21st edition of One Nation Radio. I am your host, Rich Latta. Of course, here with my co-host, James Boyd. James, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just got done scrubbing a bathtub, so um, I guess it's time to move on to something new. Yeah, man. Work on another project for the night, Yeah, for the day. Freaking, uh, yeah, you, you already know what it is. We're here. It is Easter Sunday. Uh, it is three years since the uh, death of Prince today. So first want to give a big rest in peace to uh, the purple one. Uh, if you go back in the archives, we did a uh, episode right around the time he died. Uh, that I think was probably one of our better shows, um, in the archive, but, uh, make sure you guys are rating and reviewing us on iTunes Podbean, or wherever you listen to us and tell your friends all about the social Plus podcast network. Also check out our friends at powerslam.tv link will be in the annotation. If you are a fan of independent wrestling, they have over 4,000 hours of footage from all around the world. Use the code social suplex to get your free month's trial don't forget to visit pro wrestling tees uh pro wrestling slash social suplex pick up your social suplex shirt uh my man joe saba in australia said he can't wear a one nation radio shirt uh in australia otherwise it's like some crazy right wing thing it's called like one nation it's like the party and uh he would get in trouble for that so he <laughs> which is like kind of hilarious uh but uh make sure you guys visit the patreon patreon.com slash one nation radio Check out all our other great shows on the network, but we got lots to get to today. Um, yeah, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump all over. We got a little bit of AEW. We got some WWE talk. We got, um, you know, some future figuring out of things here. Uh, so I guess let's just start here uh, with the AEW TV deal. Uh, and the stories that came out and, you know, <laughs> uh, if you guys are looking for a comprehensive coverage on this, uh, the guys over on all things elite did an excellent job, uh, Floyd with Dave, uh, Dave Brown, and they, uh, did an extensive job. Uh, I'm not going to go back and pull all the tweets that happened in that situation, but make sure you check those guys out. But James, um, <laughs> did you see jump people jumping out the window? Uh, like I did. Yeah, I mean, it came from the normal people, and it's funny because, like, they're the ones that there are a lot of the people you see, like, if you look at your mentions of people you follow on Twitter, um, to see, like, who's kind of, 
you know, kind of has a sore spot when it comes up to the subject of AEW and how well they are or not doing or anything involving them. It's almost like we don't even know. What, we only have an idea of what the company could potentially be. We haven't even seen the show yet. Like, why? I don't get why you're already hating it. Like, I mean, if you have a thing where you don't like the Young Bucks in their act, or same for Kenny or Cody or whatever, I, I can, I can, I can get that. Like, I, there are certain people. Like, I'm not exactly the biggest Kenny Omega fan outside of his his killer matches. Um, I'm not. I don't really care. But I don't really have enough of opinion about um, the Young Bucks to care one way or the other I, I, I kind of i enjoy their matches the ones i tend to watch especially like the ones of the last year or so when matt's out here like out here <laughs> letting nick do all the work <laughs> you know because nick and matt got his bad back so like those matches are kind of toned down or whatever so like i don't i don't want to see i never saw or didn't see many of the matches before when you know there's the super kick bonanza and all the other stuff um and then cody like you know cody's a, a lightning rod because you know, he's more of a WWE type of wrestler or whatever else. And he is someone that fits in line with the top of a, say, a Ring of Honor uh, work, workhorse situation from back in the day. Like, he's not, he's no one's Daniel's, Daniel Bryan. So no one ever uh, misconstrued him for that or, or, um, or McGinnis or AJ or anything like that. But, um, so like a lot of people have their issues where they're taking that into it. And like, I can understand where like, obviously, like they have whatever they have and figured out whatever they figured out. Um, through whatever means that you may or may dislike, and they're taking it, and they're getting, and they're the one, they're the ones that are they have this opportunity, or whatever. So I understand like why people have you know have whatever issues, but I, I don't, I don't get why you can't look at just hell NXT and Triple H for example to see someone that was literally a locker room, just someone that was just cutting people off of the kneecaps every chance he got to stay keep himself on top or whatever else, and now that he's he's a person that's kind of in the back or he's in the background. He does like one or two matches a year and you see what he's putting out as a booker. That's a completely different thing. Um, like there are levels to this thing. Like they're not, chances are they're not going to be booking this thing for themselves or they can. And we'll see. And, and then we'll be back to where like, there's only WWE again. So we'll, like they have the opportunity. Let's see what they do with it. I'm kind of, I'm coming kind of walking into that thing with a fair, fresh perspective, but sorry for rambling around on that. But my way of getting back to it is, all of that stuff that people have in the back of, in the back of their mind, or the forefront of their mind, or their you know their negative feelings towards these guys, or whatever else, or you know feelings of insecurity about the fact that like there's another outlet for people to watch pro wrestling in America, and I don't know why. It's like if anything, the best case scenario is AEW does well, and then WWE also does well, and and WWE is like uh the incumbent so they already have the inside track on people's attention anyway and therefore like we can possibly have two good ass or two kick-ass wrestling shows to watch um where all these wrestlers are you know more or less living up to their potential as opposed to feeling like you know regardless of how many people they come up you see them on nxt or whatever else or um or what have you and then they end up you know, more or less not being utilized to best their attention. Like, there's so much wrestling talent in the world and in America and in North America, whatever else, and all these access, and we have so much access to everything else in the world that's like, why not, like, let's do this right as opposed to we have one person on top, they're McDonald's, they're uh, Starbucks, they're what have you, and they make, a, they make a good enough product, they make a good enough product for the common denominator, but, like, let's have more flavors than just or let's have more burger shops than just uh, WWE. So, like, anyway, like, so those people that are that think that are protective of WWE and whatever and AEW haters, 
their distrustful of like dirt the, sheets and the dirt sheet, the dirt sheet writers that they like to call them and them, you know, people are saying like they trust only half the stuff. They only trust stuff that they like. Well, in this case, any they, any whiff of bad news or yeah. potential bad news, they they ran with that like. Like like Usain Bolt, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, Flo, Flojo, uh, and and it was a, it was a baton. It was, it was a party on Twitter for a good smooth hour until um <laughs> until yeah. Dave came out there and was like, Nah, that's that's not right. But you know, and, yeah. And the, well, real quick, uh, the person that like reported is like someone that I mean, I'm not really you know I get my news for wrestling news from like a few places, so I don't know everybody that's out here on the ground, you know. Yeah, I don't you think know, the guys are wrestling reporters. Info. And this person I never heard of, and no offense if I didn't hear him, I'm sure there's like 5,000 guys I haven't heard of, but this person I hadn't heard of before. And that's the news they went with, and then all of a sudden, like, people are, I see them all, you know, I see them, and I just like, all the memes, all the jokes, laughing, and whatever else, like, and the same, same thing, it's just funny because the Meltzer thing with uh, Ronda Rousey from months ago when he's saying like she's wrapping up and she's probably going to go st- try to start a family and then come back or whatever and right. she may or may not come back people were like it turned into you don't know anything the right. and right. now, in the current is if, you, if you're someone that follows Meltzer and you hear how he uh if you hear him on how he writes about ronda in, in her in her year in wwe or um hear him on observers or observer radio podcast uh and hear how he talks about it he is very much pro Ronda Rousey. So, like, if anything, like, like Dave is like, like he was like you, looking the other way during during a lot of like her downfalls towards the end of last year. Or, or he would, or he would, um, he wouldn't. Some of her shortcomings, as far as like her promo work, whatever. Or something, aside from like the one weird, super weird Sasha Banks promo about the wash, I should wash her feet with my hair or wash her hair with my feet aside from that he never really ever said like yo like you know like that that nikki bella promo about when he such such slain or shuts my god slut shamed her was was horrendous but you know for the most part he was very positive on her so it's like one would if one were to listen to the things he said about her throughout the entire run and juxtapose that with what actually you would watch from week to week one will be led to believe that he has an end there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like from the outside perspective when you're just like you're just you hate all wrestling reporting or you want people to just like I hate those people that are uh, I hate what is done to the business or whatever. So I just want to watch this stupid show and not have to be spoiled on anything else or have people that know like critique, critique something they already see is coming and then like wonder why like they're not enjoying the magic show, um, like. They were so quick to hop on after keeping that shit at a distance. They were so quick to hop on. It's phenomenal. Like, it's fun. It, it was like, oh, so y'all, so so y'all are okay with the the reporting at times. It's just when it's some shit you like. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So cool. I I noticed the same uh, type of thing. But as we mentioned, uh, Voice of Wrestling came out and uh, debunked that. Yep. Especially like uh, I think uh, Floyd did a good job, like putting like you know their finger on the pulse there because Mookie Ghana, everybody can kind of figure that's their source. He works for AEW, um, <clears throat> and he was tied in with Voice of Wrestling. So. If that dude is saying that this time by thing that is not on the table, and you know we spent like ten minutes now just talking about that, but we didn't tell you what the whole deal was. So oh, <laughs> apparently, the uh, thing was there was supposed to be uh, 
where AEW would buy time on TNT, essentially like an infomercial or essentially, and it'd be like an hour. That would be you. That doesn't that sound like kind of expensive, James? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, look to be in prime time on Tony. You're right, right. Like Tony Khan would be absolutely a money mark if he did that. And I mean, he's still kind of a money mark. He started his own wrestling promotion, but still, like you would be, that would have made him the biggest money mark of all time in the last. And like, there are too many people, uh, or he's listened. He has listened and followed too much wrestling by all accounts. And I've heard him speak on what he wants to do with the AEW. So it lets me know that like it makes me feel like he has a sense of history. So if he has a sense of history, he knows good and damn well, like he can't be the money mark. Also, money is fucking falling from the sky right now for like any type of live program with followings and everything. It's like all you got to do is put your hand out. Someone's going to like get it. So what we're hearing still is there are two networks negotiating. Nothing's changed yet. Um, right. I'm sure whenever the news breaks, I, I think the, the closest guys that are tied in with it will have it unless it's yeah. like, um, you know, special circumstances. Yeah. And the, th- and the thing for me is like, I didn't take it as this is nonsense. This is impossible. This can't possibly be true. I took it as I find it hard to believe that somebody in this day and age, when knowing the what it is with uh, TV rights or for live TV, would pay their way onto the show. Like yeah, I'm that sure, sounds like that sounds foolish. Like it sounds like it's hustling backwards. Yeah. I mean, and look, we've seen plenty of people do things that are counterintuitive, or whatever else, and come out making money. But I, like just. Did that starting out just sounded like it just didn't sound right. So I was like, all right, maybe I doubt it. But that's why I was like, I, I, sent sure a, I, I sent a tweet out during the thing. I was like, well, that's not optimal. Like keyword being like, <laughs> if this is true, like that's not optimal. Like kind of clown or whatever. Uh, and then yeah, I w- then I was talking yeah. to uh, Keith, uh, Keith Mark Anthony Jackson. Was, shout out to Keith if you listen. And he was like, nah, man, this is bullshit. I was like. I was like, we'll we'll see, and then like about an hour yeah. later, uh, <laughs> like Melzer put that thing out on the yeah. board, and I was like, ask and I shall receive, and it, it pretty much got like squashed out from there. But um, yeah, we're um, yeah, we'll move on from there. But yeah, man, it I, I just thought it was hilarious how all that you know that party that went down on Twitter. But um, I I you know I I mentioned it in our group, it's like. Some Cobra Kai shit. John Kreese's karate. We only want John Kreese's karate in here, James. That's it. We only want Vince Man's <laughs> pro wrestling. That's that's all we want. So, uh, speaking of pro wrestling, uh, CM Punk <laughs> somehow uh, has apparently showed up to some indie promotions in the middle of nowhere uh, with Ace Steel, who was a ri- his original trainer. He was behind the show. Apparently, Silas Young from Ring of Honor was involved, uh, and he hit a GTS in a mask. Uh, he ran out to the ring, did a run-in, someone, and he, he got up out of there. Apparently, this isn't the first time Punk has did this. This is just the first time it's really blown up like that. Um, with, you know, AEW starting and all that, I wonder if he would, he kind of this is a, like kind of a plant like for for like uh, the idea of CM Punk returning to the pro wrestling scene. Um, did you hear about this story, James? I heard about it and saw the video. My thing is like if the idea is to try to get, is to try to firm it, the idea that he's coming back to be come back to wrestling. Then like I would have saved the shit for for double or nothing, right? I would. I have him come on double. I would have him come on double or nothing and been like, all right, yeah, like. Uh, two things I'd announce. I'd had CM Punk come out the same way that uh, that that like Jericho came out at an All In and, and attacked Omega at the end of the show, right? I would have had that. I would have had one of those kind of moments. 
And then I would also at the same time I've been out here plugging that like my TV show. My, my I would come up and make sure I have my TV deal in or whatever else. And then like announce both of those at the same time on both of those shows. Be like, look, we have a like we have Jer- we have Chris Jericho, we have uh, Kenny Omega, we have Cody Rhodes, we have you know whoever else the, the Young Bucks and this plethora of all this young you know young talent or talent that has um, not been overexposed or whatever else. And then also we have like one of the biggest names in wrestling of the last decade, and like yes, he, he has been gone for five years. So like, come check us out. Yeah, um, what do you make? Like, and uh, there was always that story of CM Punk going on that podcast, and if he did show up in wrestling, he'd be in a fucking ninja suit wrestling his friends, and no one would ever know. Apparently, this is like did he, say that? he he said it about about like three or four years ago, and. Um, huh. which is hilarious that this whole story comes about because there's like stories, and I believe Sean Ross Saps uh, wrote on this on Fightful Select uh, that the this stuff has been happening since at least 2015, hmm. which is like wow. Where else has this man been? So, um, yeah, like yeah. With, with CM Punk, like it's always, it's always going to be like that love affair there from fans. Like there's a lot of people that um, he was an anchor for that kept kept them uh watching wwe in those long you know the fall of 2012 the summer of 2013 uh spring of 2013 where if there was something you know on the show that you could look forward to it was that promo cm punk was gonna cut it was yeah like he's a top guy in wwe for three years yeah or close to three years right like what more? Can, I mean, he's and he's one of those guys like you always talk about WWE as far as um like the the last Goldberg run in 2017. It was like there's really nobody else to come. There's really nobody else for for him, them to come back and get. Like they got Sting before then. They got uh I'm trying to think who else to come back. They brought back uh, Ultimate Warrior back in the house over the years. Like there was no uh, they brought they got back Hogan. Like Flair came back. Like there's no there's really nobody else for him to bring back. Um, and I don't mean to me wrestle like be a gigantic somebody's like oh like we got everybody back in house and we can start selling these DVDs and shirts and you know and parade around as a, you know a legend all the other thing like. And now at this point, because they've, they've exhausted all the WCW guys or whatever else, like the only person left is now people that like exited on on bad terms, and like nobody ever exited on bad on bad terms worse than Punk, and uh, and that was the bigger star. So, I mean, in in, in recent eras, so that's yeah. where we are. I mean, obviously, like Warrior, like that was a Brett, huge yeah, clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, Brett too. Like those are huge clusterfucks. But like we even brought Bet- Brett back in 2010. So like now it's like. Punk is like just generations bred as far as like he, he, extreme, extreme, I'm sorry, estranged from the company, was a top star, and we never knew he was we never knew if he was ever gonna come back. And if he ever does, like in it, legions out like it's a huge thing. In legions and legions of fans that are just kinda yeah. that that will follow them wherever. And Brett was like kinda like the same way. Yeah, like I mean, he's a person that like they show up somewhere uh, uh, to wrestle, and you're going to grab an eye. Similar to how Jericho did the thing with Omega and how it raised Western business for New Japan. It's like, yeah, like he's respected as a wrestler. He was on top for a while. Yeah, so of course, like that would be a huge, uh, a huge get for them. But I mean, we'll see. Like, I don't we'll know see. what the relationship is. 
Yeah, so um, I, I know that um, he was with Marty in Chicago at like Wizard World or one of those conventions recently, just like a day separated or maybe even on the same day that the Bucks and Kenny were there. So I'm sure, you know, if if they would have crossed paths, that would have been the time, uh, you know, just yeah. putting the timeline together. But Speaking of, speaking of Marty, right, when – when is his deal up? In a couple months or in the from, summer? From what I heard, it was like he signed a six-month extension like at the end of last year. So I would think he would probably be showing Maybe up. Maybe June. Yeah, Maybe June. June, July, okay. something like that. Okay. Um, uh, also. Good question. You ever forgot there was still heat because how that man went over on time with Okada? <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, I, I, I would I would be interested to find out like those guys' real feelings about that because like it all ended up like working in the end. They had to rush their main event and all that, but Marty almost fucked the money out here. <laughs> so like, the ones went out there and had how how long did that match go? That main event like eight minutes, nine that shit minutes, went, like eleven minutes or or like yeah, nine not- minutes or something like that. Yeah, like, like, bro, like that shit was like a Kyrie Sane like sprint match where it was like, yeah, we're gonna try have a five star match in ten minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Craziness. so yeah, I mean, you know, things happen or whatever else, but they, they, they it's cutting it close. Like another show that cut it close was uh, the MSG show. Yeah. They rushed off the yeah. air. They rushed off the air after kind of hit that rainmaker. Did you Did you watch it back? No, not yet. But like, you can tell they're like. Think of how fast, like on the Titantron, we were watching it, and like, like they gonna celebrate your the, yeah. like they cut that, they they went home. Yeah, later, like, later. that's all we like new champion. That's all we got. Later, wrap it, it up. Was, it was all, it, it, yep, yep, sprinting off the air. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so. It is funny because like clearly it was a time thing because. Otherwise, like it wasn't like they tried to scam the audience to get off air. Like everyone was there to see Okada win the title. It wasn't like right. it, it wasn't like no Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar situation at yes. all. Oh they my god, bro! I would have hated to been in that audience. My god! Well, hold on, they did what? I mean, rush the ring. <laughs> well, I mean, think about how I mean we got the videos of them after the show, like how they boo when they realized they went off air. True. Um. So. The superstar shakeup. Uh, we kind of had you know a couple of days now to to sit with it and kind of like look at the rosters and all that. And I've, I've got them pulled up here, um, you know. And I'm calling this shaking out the shakeup. So James, what are some kind of feuds uh, that that you may want to see uh, with you know the the guys? And I'll give you a second to pull the roster up. Um, you know uh, okay. that that were drafted there uh, for me, um, and of course. Of course, I pull up this thing and I get like something start playing in my ear like an advertisement because you can't just go on CBSSports.com without something playing and them trying to sell you a car or a Jeep or something like that. But, um, you know, honestly, now I um, ever since you started or years ago, we started harping about how you cannot get to a video on YouTube without cutting through an advertisement. Mm-hmm. And never, but like now, ever since it for years now, I just, I just can't unsee it. And I, I like to thank you for making like life that much harder. Thanks. Appreciate that. You know, anytime, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so me, um, you know, looking at, I'll start with like Monday night raw, since that's the show I normally cover on our Lords of pain show. Um, 
I want to see Ricochet. Oh, you gonna hey, look? Hold on, hold on. And you gonna stay covering it? We're not switching. <laughs> we are not switching. You mean you don't want to give it up? Hell no! You can have them three hours. I'll deal. With, look, I'll deal with trying to like scramble and bust my ass trying to uh, keep notes uh, for over the two hours and then do a show like like fifteen minutes later. I'll deal with that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing what you have to do with it in three hours. No, thank you. So it's not fun. So I would like to see Ricochet run it with pretty much everyone on the show. Uh, we can have him get Ray right. out of there. We can have him uh, fight Andrade. Uh, we can have him fight Cedric Alexander. <laughs> we can have him fight uh, Seth Rollins. We can have him fight AJ. Um, I, yeah, I'm I'm very pleased with um, the, the amount of good wrestlers on uh, SmackDown, or excuse me, on uh, Raw. Um of course, the Usos and uh, the Viking Experience, you know, that 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 will probably be a pretty good uh, tag team feud uh, as well as, you know, Black and Ricochet are there. So and you can pretty much sub Aleister Black with all those other guys uh, that, you know, I named for Ricochet there. So uh, not too excited about the women's division there because it looks like Lacey Evans is going to be pushed as a top star, um, you know. I don't know. What what about SmackDown? Anything on there is jumping out at you? Possibilities. Oh, um, I mean, we can run back Kevin Owens and, and Roman Reigns at, at a certain point, and we don't have to do the whole gimmicky uh, Jericho has to, Jericho or Braun Strowman is going to come save the day for him. They can actually like they they have good chemistry in the ring, and I I enjoy that. Like, I mean, I'm, I think that's for later on. Um, like maybe SummerSlam-ish, that sort of thing. I think for me, I think with SmackDown, I think the main thing is that uh, we they have to rehabilitate uh, Kevin Owens at, at the top of a card, as a top of a card guy uh, on that brand now. Not, like there's no, I mean, you look at it right now, like the top heel, the top, okay, the top guys are Kofi, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and I guess they're going to try and get Lars there. Randy Orton's the guy that can throw in to be a, to, to main it, or to be in a title match at any point in time. But like he's somebody that's that's he's a vet now. He's old head. He's not going to be hitting the road like that to be able to do that that often. So um, like Kevin Owens going to have to come through. Um, you know, they can always elevate Finn Balor, but like I don't trust him to elevate Finn Balor because look at the last three or two years i would be very interested to see what they're going to do with Sami Zayn because you can do anything from Sami Zayn versus cedric alexander to yep. Sami Zayn versus um ricochet to Sami Zayn versus like alice or black he can be just that annoyance that's in the middle of the card you can you can run him in styles you can you can put him against rollins you can have him He's he's so versatile. He, him and Ray would be really interesting because you know Ray's not really going to be here for the talking, but we can let Zane do all the heavy lifting on the talking, and that could probably be like a um, kind of a flashback, essentially to uh, like a Chris Jericho Ray Mysterio type feud. Yeah. Um. If this were three, if SmackDown were a three hour show. I would be concerned about their depth, but seeing what they did last year, how they managed, how they managed to, you know, handle only one top or one top baby face for, for so long on the car while still having compelling or one male single top baby face for so long. 
Um, and we were still able to make it work because the strength of their tag team division and their uh, in the women's division, particularly Becky and Charlotte, they were able to, you know, pamper over all that and still held together. So I'm not really that concerned because that's the benefit of having two two hour shows. Like it, we don't have to have copious amounts of depth and we don't have to. And we can also be restrained enough to not like overexpose people like Jeff Hardy doesn't have to do a sit a senton of the apron every fucking week. He can only do it. He can have it to where he doesn't want some up. So, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to make the, I'm still trying to make heads or tails as far as, um, who on this card as a single is going to be a uh, top promo, um, on the men's side. Like we got Owens, we got Daniel Bryan, like those who believe like, who's going to be the third, like, promo guy to like you know to hold this thing together like maybe this is a chance for roman reigns to kind of show off what he had showcased like you know with with cena um a year or so ago or two years ago or with um or other times like with uh or when he just came back so it's like maybe we can finally get that side of him um is right now like his match been doing it for me huh? yeah uh, is there any chance that it's lars as a promo guy? Yeah. I mean, like, he's a smart, like, he's a smart guy that is well-spoken, but I don't know if... That's going to be showcased. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's something you want to do with him just being, I mean, like, you could do a monster that, that can talk, but, um, you know, my rule, you know how I am with monster. Like, I don't even want it. I was kind of upset when they tried to, when they said, they showed us that Braun Strowman could read. So I'm not really, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing in the world. And that's kind of my taste, but you know, if he, he's, a, he's a, he's a, a he's well-spoken. So like, if that's something they want to do, I'm sure to work well. Um, now like NXT, NXT is not about the promos, like aside from when, like, you know, they had someone like Sammy down there, but and you know, occasionally like their top guys, they can cut promos. Like Johnny can cut a great promo. Adam Cole's a great promo, um, but, but that's not something that they that they really flex on. Like they're in ring performance, so you know he needs reps. I mean, if I were them, I have him come out, kill people, and then cut promos um, after the show to try to get him ready for that. But I mean, I don't really look at the house show reports to see if that's something they're, they're doing with him. But it's something they should, if that's something they want to look into, that's something they should do with him versus have him slaughter over again and what, and then cut promos for heat. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's going to be real interesting to see what they do with Roman Reigns because it looks like they got him staring at Elias right now. That doesn't excite me at on any nope. level. And nope. you know, I'm looking for the pitfalls. Like where where are they going to fuck it up with Reigns? Because that's typically what they do is fuck it up with Roman Reigns. Um, yeah. You had an interesting <laughs> thing, uh, based on what they've done with Roman since he's been back. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like he came back, and uh, I can't remember exactly. I have the, I have the, uh, I'm bad at remembering what I wrote to people, but um, like he came back, and like the first thing he did is like try to reboot the Shield for a third time, um. Or yeah, reboot it for a third time, just because that was a third reunion. Then, um, then he just spent the rest of that time getting his ass whooped by by McIntyre to get you know. And then like they had a forgettable match, both of them, and they're like two guys that like they should have had a better match between them two. Um, and then here, we're, this is kind of where we are. Like we're restarting McMahon versus the versus the, versus. I'm sorry, uh, what are we blaming for that match? 
Sorry? Who do we blame for that match? Because, like, Roman Reigns is kind of adding up these bad WrestleMania matches now. And then Drew McIntyre is, like, rapidly sliding down my list right now. So I'm, like, kind of looking at them both with the stink eye. I, uh, I'm giving it to, honestly, I'm giving it to whoever is book, whoever is putting together their matches and who's telling them how to lay them out like that. Like, mm-hmm. that, match wasn't meant to, that match wasn't meant to be good. That's yeah. meant to be just a placeholder, and then Roman overcomes the dude. He beat him one. He beat him with one spear. Yeah. Like he in the whole matches, he gets his ass beaten, his ass beaten, his ass beaten, his ass beaten. He beats him with a spear and puts him away. And it's like that same, that similar fashion, like his Roman's singles matches before our last at the beginning of last year. And it's like, hey man, nobody wants to see Roman Reigns have bad matches or have these 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 Hulk Hogan ass matches. You like to call them. So, yeah. like that dude is a great athlete. That dude is strong as fuck. Like put that to use. Like that was his saving grace for people, for all the people that you know talk shit about Roman Reigns or whatever else. Uh, when he got too much too soon, his saving grace were he was having killer matches on pay per view or like on a on on, on a you know a, a big match at ten o'clock on or in the main event of Raw or whatever else. They don't do that with him no more. They was like fuck and, it. They was like the great matches ain't working. We gonna do something else. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not my favorite, but if it was me, I I'd like I'd like to see Roman Reigns versus Buddy Murphy. Like like tell him to go in there, pick up the pace with, with Roman Reigns. Like let let Buddy Murphy do that work, give him the rub, and then beat him. Like and, and you don't really have to worry about you know folks saying Roman buried Buddy Murphy. It's Buddy Murphy. Like he's just there to have good matches. So, but you you, you give this guy something and and make him want to prove it. Like. Um, also maybe a Finn Balor, buddy Murphy match, I think would be really good over the intercontinental title. Um, yep. but I, I, I mean, hold ahead. on, like there's also Ali there. Like there's a bunch of good stuff for, uh, there's a bunch of good stuff for like the IC title that can be done. Like, you know, like, let's say, you know, six months from now, whatever, like Kofi, once he, you know, whenever belt, he comes off the belt, like that's a nice landing spot from after that too. It's like, yeah. all right, he's out of the main event scene and like, and then they're going to move him back because clearly, like this, I mean, he, he's not a top star. I I, I'm, I love the story and everything else, but like, at a certain point, like those, they're going to look at those ratings and eventually come to this conclusion that like something's something's amiss here, and they're going to go back. And look, all we at, I don't think anybody, uh, I I don't think it's unreasonable to be like, look, he wants a title, give him, give him a. Decent run uh, in a title program, and then the next program after that, then pull the plug on it. Yeah, um, I, I am concerned that they're gonna treat him. They're they're not gonna give him something to really sink his teeth into. Like uh, we're gonna get right. to it later, but um, I it looks like maybe Nakamura is his first program, and this isn't Shinsuke Nakamura of 2016, 2015 anymore. And you know that how they they feel about him, so. Um, well, you don't think this is a situation where they just giving him, they're giving him somebody just to beat to keep his heat? Possibly, but like, I don't know. I yeah, I, I'm not really that, feeling it. I would be shocked if he actually like if Nakamura like beat him. Oh no, I don't. I, I don't think that's a possibility. Or no, no, I mean like beat him to be like, oh, cool, this is my setup, or or lay him out to set up a, a title feud in the future. Like, you, look, man, I understand that uh you want to give him somebody to beat but like i can tell you this right now i can go through that card to find other people that are that are that um that should get a beating uh should get beat before that like that is that is not gonna sell like 
Nakamura Kofi Kingston is not going to sell. It's yeah. not. So, it, 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 it seems like a like a lame duck challenger. Like if that's the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's it's Kane. It's Kane doing horror story shit with your wife uh, after WrestleMania 30. It's absolutely that. It's absolutely we're beating your ass fucking week uh, or every other week on on TV and on pay per view WrestleMania 22. Right. That's absolutely what that that would be. Um. We actually might as well just shuffle around the format. Let's look at that part where we're talking about the first feuds, and I guess we'll we'll, we'll mention the uh, Roman Reigns' kind of trajectory right now. Um, Roman versus McMahon's is back again. Boy, um, last week he knocked Vince out with the Superman punch, and you know Vince McMahon fell on Elias's arms. Uh, he looked like Calvin Candy. Um, <laughs> and you know <laughs> but you know everyone's trying to figure out why did Roman Reigns punch him in the face look man they don't even know why Roman Reigns punched him in the face yet but absolutely um, maybe maybe Vince is trying to stand with Elias for some reason I don't know man like cause it seems it seems a little little weird and off-putting that Vince McMahon is involving himself with a non-title program um, and hasn't said a word about Kofi Kingston having his daddy's title still. Or, or, we still haven't, fi- we still haven't resolved uh, the, the, the Vince McMahon and, and Becky thing either. Right. But, like, like uh, there's a bunch of that? stuff, like, we still haven't, look, we still haven't resolved Braun Strowman and Vince McMahon when he took his title shot at Royal Rumble either. Like, that's the thing that pissed me off about the whole, or, or pissed me off about the whole situation where he's the one that punched him in the face because it's like, okay, so we went into a WrestleMania where all these people got their matches and it wasn't through, like, it wasn't through their own agency. It wasn't because of their own determination and fortitude. It was because Ronda Rousey is a hothead that snapped and then punched, uh, Becky in a DQ, in a match where she was dead to rice because she's a fucking moron. Uh, it is the New Day having to win to get uh, Kofi into the match as opposed to doing the reverse where they do it the first time that way. Or he, he does that first co- – uh, they do the first match, then the New Day have to do it, and then, like, he comes out and wins it himself. Like, that would have been more as far as, like, he is – he is he is basically controlling his own – they are control, controlling their own destiny. Like – and then this is just like, okay, so like we have really nothing to do for uh, Roman, so what are we going to do? Bring the man's out and do it again, even though you did it in 2015 through 16, and it wasn't good. And in fact, like it, like people were cheering for Triple H. Yeah. Um, and, but, this time, but this time, it's, it's going to be Shane. Or Shane, no, no, this, yeah. It's going to be Shane because it's on Shane's show. So it's like, okay, so we're going, we're, that, that, we're really going to do this. Shane versus Roman. Bro, Who gives a shit? Bro, like should Roman be looking to looking for an exit strategy? Yes. 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 And I'm not I, and before anyone flips out, I'm not saying Roman Reigns going to AEW. I mean like a different exit strategy. Hollywood, more movies. Yes. Yes, commercial Joe. Yes, out of here. Like if this, if this is what they're going to give him, if if this is what they're going to uh, create, because they can't they can't uh, find it in their souls to drastically change him as a character, and where he can turn and fight a bunch of different opponents or have different styles of matches, 
where he's the man. Like he shouldn't be getting beat down like this by these people. Nope. <laughs> and like, it's it's one thing to go, it's one thing for him as a top guy to go back and forth with somebody in a feud. It's another thing where like that that McIntyre thing that pissed me off. That the whole shit time was where. horrible. He's getting beat down every single week as 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 the top guy in the company. What? Who? And he's and he just lets them. He he, he just like that's what y'all want to do. Yeah, that's what y'all want to do. Like, and I'm like, I, you know, Roman, you gotta you gotta speak up for yourself, bro. You can't be letting this happen after, especially after last year when they like, yeah, let him bust your head open. Like, no, man, yeah. you gotta stand up for yourself, Roman. Damn, like, yeah. stop being such a good guy. Like, this is one of the reasons why I like the rest of this is in part why it is like. They talk about the larger life. Uh, they talk about the larger life characters, whatever else. The kids that uh, the people grew up loving, or that's was that was their wrestling. Well, yeah. well, we have too many. We have so many good guys now, and it's better for the locker room, and it's better for uh, the health of the business. And I have fucking loons and convicts running around here, <laughs> and con and men. And, yeah, yeah, and con men and charlatans and whatever else you want to call them. There's far less of that now, but. And, yeah, but but like, the, do you the, do you think Shawn Michaels the, do, you, do you think Shawn Michaels would have won for that finish at, at WrestleMania 34? What the fuck do you mean no. I'm not winning? Bro, <laughs> what do you mean a, he's gonna bust my head open and then dude, make me look remember, a dumbass and lose to the fake wrestling move? Do you remember the WrestleMania? Do you remember the uh, Mr. WrestleMania DVD where he goes over like all the matches uh, and yeah. all on all his WrestleMania match with DVD and they talked about the WrestleMania 11 match with Diesel? Yeah, and he was arguing with Vince like. Dude, I've been laying this dude out with my super kick, and the whole entire build, the whole entire story of this match is: if I hit my finish, will he? Is he done? Like, what I want, like, is all it take? Like, can he survive if I hit the finish? And then Vince's decision was have him kick out at one. And then Sean told him that shit will die. And Vince is like, do what I say, and sure enough, shit died. Like. Any of this kind of stuff, like we are even hearing this stuff about Cena, right? About like is uh, the the uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the Nexus thing at SummerSlam, yeah, right? Uh, WWE versus Nexus in 2010 SummerSlam. Like he put his he he made the call to say I'm going over. It was a wrong call, but he was a top guy, and and Vince said, okay, Roman's a top guy. He needs to stand up and say. Fuck that! We're not doing that because that's stupid. Because it's going to kill me. Therefore, it's bad for the company. Because I'm your top fucking guy. At times, like within reason. I'm not saying he's turning into '97 Hogan. So, the only thing is, like, I think Roman Reigns. I don't know if he has that type of leverage anymore because they they essentially had a WrestleMania like build and everything come and go essentially without him. Like in anything that was like business moving or consequential or anything like that, like all the things were sold like off the brand and like they they lost. Did they lose some TV ratings in the fall? Sure, they did, right? But right, right. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Roman doesn't feel like he has like that type of leverage. Like when he needs to look in the mirror and realize you're the fucking big dog. Like <laughs> like you need to come out here and and like. Look at the roster, right? Literally pull out a paper, like, and be like, "This is the list of guys I like to work with." Like, and just stop being so like happy go lucky with, like, you know, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just here, you know, trying to make money and, and do whatever. But like, what they're going to do is murder you, Roman. Like, and they're going to get you in positions to to where it's just as bad before the whole time where he had to take time off. Is it could be worse even now? Okay, so 
I miss that whole era after WrestleMania 34 where he's fighting gender and, and Joe and um, Lashley or whatever else. I came I back. I think that's as right. bad as it's ever gotten for him. Okay. So I miss all that stuff. I heard all about it, right? But the thing for me is the fact that you got this dude back after fi- after beating cancer in, in four or five months and he already feels tired coming back. He already feels tired coming back, and like, and, and a part of that is because you're just retreading a few that you just did three fucking years ago for WrestleMania. I think like, that's that's a big part of like he's obviously there for the Fox thing too, but I get the SmackDown thing right. is a help because it's a fresh scenery, it's away from Seth Rollins, so they can't put right. the Shield back together to help him out anymore. Like he's on his own now; they, the training wheels are off. Like we're here now, like. So like, what they gonna do with it? Like, they they gonna let him fly, or they gonna like have him like you know with Elias and Lars and Shane? Like, I don't want to see that. And nobody wants to see that. Yeah, and I imagine and it's not going. It is not. It is not going to inspire people to. It's not going to inspire people to want to watch that. Um, and then people like whenever they're gonna be people are gonna have their issues. They're gonna go back to pointing at him again. And. Like a lot of, and we all know this. A lot of shit he got was because it was stuff that was, you know, behind the scenes shit that had nothing to do with him, and he had to bear that. And it's like now, and you already know what's about to happen. He's about, he's about to get dumped on again, and it's like, hey man, like this is this is a fucking drag to watch. Like you know, and we already know the boo is coming because he was getting booed when he showed up on SmackDown until he punched Vince for the cheap pop. So you know that like he's gonna show up and it's gonna be right back to getting booed again, and it's like, dude, it's and a also, drag watch. It's a drag watching him getting booed. And it also, really is. And, and also, like WWE just so heavy handed with like their presentation of him. It's like, come on, man. Like, I don't know, man. They got like, it's like they need to make him feel special and like a regular guy at the same time because what really like endeared him to a lot of people like during this whole thing was like he felt like a human and when when they're just like raising him up Doing- to this like mythical stature of like you know the the biggest acquisition the, the like all this other stuff uh-huh. it, it just takes that that I- element away that that hmm. really like was had he had something going he had like a a, a look in his eye almost like a, a sparkle in his eye like like damn like 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 we should like we shouldn't be so hard on this guy we shouldn't you know um like we should give this guy a chance like look at him like and then WWE's fallen into all the same familiar traps with him i think huh so like my my problem with it wasn't as much of um that was that wasn't my takeaway as far as like the and it didn't bother me when they said he's the biggest acquisition ever because like whatever they hype up whatever the hell they want to hype like every single pay per view is the next biggest fucking the future of, of WWE so, so. the future of this company the yeah, future yeah. of SmackDown the future of everything the future of the yeah. rest of time you know yeah my 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 takeaway as far as um what is already made me like tired of of, of him so far and and they even got nothing to do with him is that like. When at what point can we get away from? And it's the same thing that happened like two years ago with Seth Rollins. Like, at what point can we get away from his fucking leg? At what point can we get away from like everybody? Every 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 build towards everything he does now is about the cancer. Like, at what point do we get away from that? Like, and 
not and not because uh not because I I'm sick to death of him uh, of that being thrown in my face is because it gets in the way of him actually like telling a compelling story. Um so like we'll see what that happens with this with this with this you know this thing whatever else but I'm I'm just already I'm just already exhausted by the idea of we're going to be proxy battles and it's 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 you know, Vince can't do it no more because Vince broken down. Vince can't even take bumps no more. So we got to – and keep in mind, it's the same fucking loon that went out there and told uh, uh, Owens to give him a raw fucking head, but uh, like 18 months ago or less than 18 – 16 yeah. months ago, some shit like that. Anyway, um, so we're at the point now where like he can't take bumps, so we got Elias has to do it. We have to have, you know, eventually uh, – Shane, Sullivan. I have the word agrees. Shane is like, hey, man, I don't – these, I don't want to see any of these dudes wrestle, let alone. <laughs> I don't, or I, actually, I take that back. I love to see large squash people. Outside of a non-squash match, I don't want to see any of these dudes wrestle, let alone their their top guy. And like a lot of this going to come down to at what point are they going to stop hiding and say, "All right, uh, Kofi Kingston is the top dude, top dude, or is the champion?" That might be SummerSlam. Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan's uh, now you know is your is at worst your number two guy uh, on the show. What are they going to collect? Because what are they both going to bump heads or whatever else? Or are you going to hide them and then save it for WrestleMania? And I don't trust them to have the strength to do that. But like, when is it going to come? And what are you going to do in the meantime to get people back on or get back onto like that feeling of when Roman first came back as opposed to what you've done since then? Because you retreaded with the shield, you retreaded or you beat us over the head with uh, the cancer stuff, and now you're about to retread what you did with uh, Roman to try to get him over uh, one one of the million times or playing 45 out of the thousand you tried over the last few years. So, like, <laughs> what are you going to do in the meantime to get him ready for when they eventually have to go face or meet each other because it's going to come and you better damn well build some credibility with him. Otherwise, he will. It, it's going to be the same thing all over again. It's going to be 2015 all over again after, after the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about McIntyre and Lacey as uh, the first – challengers for the men's and women's titles like um keep in mind it's a long time until SummerSlam. um these are you know mcintyre holds the win over seth before SummerSlam. lacy's right. shown up uh just punching becky lynch in the face every chance she gets uh she actually won a match against natalia not the most impressive effort in the world um that we talked about on the last show I don't know, man. Like I, I think they're they're decent opponents. Like as long as neither of them win, like <laughs> because like we didn't come this far with both Seth and Becky for them to uh, come off the belt that quickly. I think like I'm not as down on the Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch feud as a lot of people are, and you know obviously the idea on his face is Lacey Evans, and but like the fact is their gimmicks. Like I expected this at some point anyway. You got it a woman running around calling herself a, a man. And then you have one that's out here trying to tell people to act like a lady. Like it's, it's like a, it's a characterful feud, right? Uh, it's not going to be right, exciting but, at the top of the card. Right. But like, we kind of just did that with Rhonda and like, she said the same shit in promos, except actually said it out loud as opposed to like Twitter fingers. So it's like, we just, we just got off that. Now what? Yeah, um, it's like remember when we got to a point where like Cena would come out, 
uh, and Rhett will show up and then feel with somebody and then he and then like he would let them talk and then like like it was a fucking debate and whatever else and they were like and then like they they will run out of their five minutes so it's time for his five minutes and he'd be like you just said the last thing that Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, The Miz, A B C D E F G H Y D that said why are you any different or whatever else and like what else you got it's like I got nothing John it's like okay. All right. I mean, it's not that it's not that long in the tooth, but if we're gonna do two of those back to back, like I don't know, man. Like I would rather them like you know, it, it's really hard because they put Becky. I'm sorry, Becky. They put Lacey behind the eight ball on this one. Like she could have been on. Like she was been up since the Royal Rumble. She could have been beating people. Like she could have been beating people to build some credibility, and then gave her this. But and like she she's going to lose. Probably. And then what? So I, I think it's a situation where they just want to throw her in the deep end and see what she has and then rebuild her from there. But I don't I, I don't agree with the strategy. Like, oh, hold on, hold on. You can't keep grabbing all the talent in the world while also having that fucking while while having the power plant. <laughs> I'm calling it the power plant. Yeah. And then say Hey kid, go out there and swim. I don't know. I, I've never, I never saw your backstroke, but go out there and swim. That's irresponsible. Correct. Completely irresponsible. Like when you could have had a developmental show, you could have been uh, having her have important matches on, main event style matches on. Uh, you could have, as you mentioned, had her beating people up till there. But you, you do all this waiting and all this protecting and all this. Um, you know, moving these people along. Elias was a, 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 the same way, kind of. And even Elias is still not... Like, he's had, like, one pay-per-view feud ever. Like, <laughs> with Seth Rollins. And he hasn't had one since, essentially. And it it goes back to, to the argument that I made. The, the performance center, like, these people want to be able to say they take people from scratch and it works. And they're going to give these people these opportunities to... Uh, be in places that they probably shouldn't. Uh, yeah, but the, yeah, and I agree with that. But the thing is, like, they're doing it despite of the quality of the product, and that's and that's always been the issue when they when this they do isn't this. New. When they bring up Braun Strowman when he's one of the ten worst wrestlers I ever saw in my life, and then it, over a span of uh, 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 six months or, or actually six months, take back, like over the span of like a year, year and a half, he becomes somebody like. We don't need to see that on the road. How about you put his ass on NXT, have him bump around, uh, have him throw around all those other guys, all those small dudes around, and then, like, after that year and a half, he shows up and he's ready for prime time as opposed to have to watch him fall on his ass over and over and over after when he's clearly given instructions never to fall. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing with Strowman, though, what Strowman was going to learn was not going to be able to be taught in NXT. They had to get Strowman there while Big Show was still around, while Mark Henry was still around, while Kane was still around to do that uh, and to bring him on the road with him and essentially go to big man camp. But Right, but the thing is, you can do that. Take If you believe in that dude to that extent, take, big, take Kane, Mark Henry, Big Show, when... Because they're not doing, it's not like they're doing all these fucking dates anyway to begin with in 2015 through 16. Go down there. You're living down. Here's your per diem. You live down here or uh, for 
six months. I need you to show this kid the ropes because we think he might be the next one of y'all. Okay, boss. You're only paying me a million dollars every fucking year while I go out here and I'm the shits, boss. Like I don't, under, I don't get that. Yeah. Like I, I get, I know that's just, we're talking about a case, case by case, by case uh, situation, deal. Yeah. But right, right. But like, and, and for, you, La- for Lacey to have been around uh, for two years and like, from the first time I saw her to where she is now, she's basically the same person in the ring. Um, they've she's had her the in same Natalia school. She was. And then you see Bianca Belair, and he's like, "So okay, yeah. So okay, we've done that on this show before, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully they they just get through it. They don't get any type of crazy idea about like putting one of the belts on her right now because I think that would just be absolutely catastrophic. And I mean, it just kills the credibility of the belt. But I mean, then again, like they just put the fucking belts, the tag belts, in the iconics and killed off the credibility of that. So correct. Correct. Like they don't care. Yeah. They, they don't. They do not care. Like they're liable to do anything. Is anything. Ma- yeah. Is <laughs> McIntyre um someone that is feeling like he he has like any type of juice right now because they're doing these weird finishes with him and uh I I would assume that he's gonna be the guy to fight Seth. You think immediately, or do you think it's gonna be some delayed like to get get pulled over to pulled over to SummerSlam? I think yeah. I think he kind of has to build his heat back of losing to Roman like that. I think, like, if I'm looking at the Raw brand, right, like, I think you're going to do AJ Styles and Seth Rollins at a big show, right? Which one, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. You're going to need some type of spring program for Seth Rollins, like, and it's not yep. going to be the, – the only other suggestion for me would be Sami Zayn. Like, and I don't know if they're, you know, want to go that route. Uh <laughs> I think it could be Sami Zayn because I I seriously seriously doubt that they would trust their that they that they care about Zayn enough to move him to where they do that at a at a SummerSlam. Right. I mean, if I were them, given how hot he is right now um, and how well he's he's done so far in the two weeks since he's been back, I would that I would that would be the program for me. But I have no faith in the, I have no faith in their faith in Sami Zayn because look at the history. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the the trio of Lashley, Corbin, and like Gender, and those guys. Um, <clears throat> I can't believe they decided to run that whole entire that whole entire heel sing, male singles division back another year. Yeah. Um, well, I can't. Well, it, to be fair, to be fair, Lashley was a face when he came in, but he's been a heel since what Septemberish. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe later. Some like somewhere between, somewhere before Survivor Series, if I remember correctly. I think it was right after the Super Showdown. He turned. Okay. The, yeah, the so next that's Raw. September. So that's September. So he's been a heel for a long time, and then, and then like after Survivor Series, when they uh, did the whole faction thing with, uh, they factioned up against uh, Braun Strowman. So like we've we've not had six months of this. So like. You knew these last six. You knew these last six months, and you damn well knew it because you brought your asses out there and say this is a new, improved uh, WWE um, in mid mid uh, December when they create when those three fools were creating the rating. So right, this, the fact that you decided to run that whole entire or you know that 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 nucleus back was like, dude, that's that's such a mistake. And now what the hell are we gonna do with Corbin? Corbin's gonna have that. Gonna have he's, to go he's out gonna, there and, and, oh and my gosh. it up with somebody else. It, it, it could be him. That 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 gets the match, and that would be just like poor Seth Rollins. Okay, so one thing I will say is I believe that Seth can get a good match out of out of out of Corbin because Corbin. I mean, we say what we want, and it's absolutely true that he's boring as sin. 
but he's also demonstrated he's not a stiff and that he can be carried by by top guys, by top workers. And you know, we give Seth a lot of shit or whatever else, but for this company, he's absolutely still one of their top workers. And would you disagree on any of that? Um, or, or do you feel like I'm already giving it too much credit for when they go out there and they go out there and have a, a damn three star even match? Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I reject it. A, a 15 minute three star match. Like I reject it and I will not accept it. Whatever that that Sami Zayn line is. Um, but we actually, I'm gonna have to get a sound by that just to, just to run it. Um, but yeah, man, I I don't know if 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 we're if we need Baron Corbin to get you know three and a quarter, I'm yeah sure that can happen. Like, but ain't nobody signing up to see no three and a quarter match. Like, nah. Yeah, Seth Rollins can, can do can do God's work and get him to um <laughs> get him to three and one quarter. Yeah, sure that can happen. But um yeah, I don't know, man. Like. <sighs> yeah, I, I wonder how long Rollins gonna hold on to this thing. Like, it, it looks like you know, since like I think the only person that's minefield is AJ because like AJ's been treated think, really well. Um, I, I I I seriously, <sighs> do you think he's gonna stay heel through this whole through this whole year? No, I'm sorry, face say baby face this whole year. I think AJ's gonna turn at some point. So do I. I think, and I think that's the feud you you eventually build to is like WrestleMania is, is AJ versus Seth or whatever else. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that's where we're. I think I haven't. I I feel like one. I mean, that's kind of thing. Like when we talk about like with the brand split as far as moving AJ is like, and also like moving AJ or Daniel Bryan was. We have to. We have to. We have to have a Daniel Bryan. Or AJ Styles versus Seth Feud because we haven't had it yet, and it's ridiculous that we haven't had it yet over these years. I don't give a damn how long uh, Daniel Bryan was gone. We 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 yep. are old this, damn it. So, yep. <laughs> um, and another part is like whatever how it was going to work out between those four, whether it was uh, Roman and and Seth and Bryan and and AJ, we were kind of felt like both of those like they're going to be paired off in the twos where like those are the top two guys on both brands and they're not going to put three on three and one on one on raw or or three on and one on the on the other brand and vice versa so you know eventually that's what they have to build to like i feel like one needs to happen at SummerSlam, and then the other has to happen at wrestlemania uh, that's how i would do it as far as i try to build out a a card um but we'll see um so we just seen uh, like this weekend, uh, Cody and Dustin. It, yes, Dustin Gold Dust is in AEW now, um, and he was the mystery opponent for Cody. And I'll say last night uh, in a five minute promo package in the Road to Double or Nothing. It was like a bonus episode. Uh, I think it was episode thirteen. Uh, and I don't know if this is a hot take, and I think uh, Josh may have echoed these statements, but. Double, the road to double or nothing is like surpassing being the elite uh, as of late. So this is a storytelling huh. device and everything else. But uh, it seems like they don't have a ton to do right now in being the elite. But uh, on the road to double or nothing, they're doing a lot of great profile pieces on everyone that's going to be competing, whether it's uh, Nala Rose, whether it's Kylie Ray, whether it is uh, them going and showing you how someone's music is getting done, whether they're doing these heartwarming stories of, of guys that are going to be, I think Sunny Days was his name, uh, who's going to be uh, in the 
over the budget battle royal. But this week they uh, focused on uh, Dustin and he cut a promo essentially and talked about, uh, you know, the build essentially for what this match is going to be. And I really liked it. And, you know, Goldust came on here and was yelling at the fans about his contract status, which is actually absolutely hilarious one month later. Um, but yeah, I thought it was like, it's a guy that if you guys have seen it, it seems like he has a lot left to give at his, like, you know, he's said he's been in the business for 30 years and he's like, I want to show that, I can still do something that means something. And, you know, we'll see how the match goes. I expect, like, a whole lot of, you know, gimmicks and everything else like that. But I think that if Cody's able to match that intensity that Goldust brought in this whole promo thing, I think that's going to that's gonna reel a lot of people in that, you know – that that claim that you know there's no there's nothing to really like like on this show like I've already seen it on Twitter which is like okay whatever but um <laughs> yeah um I I'm actually kind of interested in it and I didn't know if I would necessarily say that I was talking to, I think I said it to Josh it was a long time ago that Goldust had that run where he looked like he was one of the five best wrestlers in the world. That was 2013. Uh, it's 2019 now. So I don't know if Goldust, like, I, I just don't know. Like, like, I'll leave it at that. But what'd you think of the whole thing? There were a lot of stuff that they dropped in the thing that I, I really liked. I think I said this to you immediately after uh, watching it with my initial reaction. Um, like, the part about, you know, I was there for you um, and I don't get my thanks. Like, that. that is... You know, a lot of that is a lot of classic heel jealousy, insecurity things. Um, that I think they're nice, like breadcrumbs. Um, uh, I, I'm, I, I think that I'm more interested in like whenever they go face to face. I think it will be will be would do it for me more than what was done here because I still, I, I still, I also still want to see what uh, from Cody's perspective, like what he has to say about this because it's like. If it, I mean, as a person that doesn't watch uh, the Double or Nothing work or the uh, or being the elite work, um, what I when I come to it, like I, I tend to get like caught in, like okay, that's I, I like that, like I I in I'm already I'm kind of already sold on whatever the big thing they have kind of going, so it's just kind of like I don't really need the additional or the the quote unquote additional reading, so. Um, but when I see it, I have to, you know, I have to give my, I, I'd still take it in as anything else I take in. Um, so I, I feel like I'm not sure who's supposed to be the more sympathetic brother in this thing. Um, it seems, I mean, at least until I, I hear from Cody, they try to have an idea of like what they're trying to go for. Or maybe they're trying to go for a simple, like, you know, they're both brothers, they're both right, they're both wrong at the same and, and wrong about certain things, and they're going to resolve it in the ring. I mean, but I need to see the Cody end of it so I can kind of like all, put it all together and have it in my, and kind of see what they have in their mind or what they're trying to go for. Right, right. But uh, like, you know, this is a match. I mean, I know you've been in on this match for a long time. So, um, and it's a match between two people that I like to see wrestle. I, I like as wrestlers. So like, I'm I'm already in. You already have me sold. Just, you know, just get just whatever, whenever the, it starts, whatever, you know, May or whatever else or Memorial Day weekend. Um, like, I'm ready. Yeah. I like I don't need I don't need to be sold, but if you go give me something to look at, I'm gonna critique it. Yeah. Uh and you know, I've been a big fan of Goldust pretty much. Goldust like is like one of 
pretty much the seminal characters of when I was first started watching wrestling. I remember being at house shows yeah. uh, during that time and being terrified of Goldust, be, saying that he was <laughs> he was going to come up in the audience and kiss everyone if we didn't all shut up. So I was trying to tell people to, to cool it because I did not want that freak. That weirdo coming to try to come kiss me. I, I had no concept of what Gold Dust really was, you know, hinting at there, but I just knew something was different about that guy. So, um, yeah, man. But I, I, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, go Gold Dust. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh man. So um, I, I I remember when you I remember at uh, All In when he came out. Uh, uh, what's the name of his dog again? Cody's dog. Yeah, Cody's dog. Pharaoh. Yeah, Pharaoh. When he came yeah. out with Pharaoh, and they did like the, the the like almost like the like the boxing and MMA or uh, like walk out to the ring with uh with with all this, and then he came out. And he had tears in his eyes. I remember you texting. You were like, "You know what? I'm rooting for Cody this uh, for this match." So I was like, "I don't I'm like. I ain't believing that shit." And sure enough, you were you were on it. Like, tell me, tell me how you gone from that, right? It made me believe like it, you want really, you just saying that just for the clout. Now, so I'm gonna hit you with that with that drink. I can tell the love is fake. <laughs> So, so yeah. We'll see. I, all along, I knew it all along. I look disappointed. Damn sure not surprised. I was waiting on this. I was, I was waiting. I was sitting on the fastball, and I got it right oh, over the man. plate. Yeah. So, uh, no, nah, but, but um, that was a great build. That that was Bret Hart's pro wrestling. That you know when when it, he came out to the ring, like that was that was everything I wanted. It was. It was. Uh, it was. It. it you know it. Uh, okay, I if we, we keep talking about the NWA title, like Kayla might like might appear like the fucking uh, uh, Candyman. So let's just move on. Yeah, yeah. We've, um, done, we've done enough. We've done enough. So uh, two <laughs> last things I want to get to. So there's like been kind of like this uh, new report that has popped up about a backstage update with Dean Ambrose. I think I believe Meltzer was the one that uh, said this. So. He's been hearing from people in backstage in WWE. They believe Dean Ambrose is retiring from wrestling, from being burnt out. He's only 33 years old. And, you know, he's still drawing interest from uh, AW, but there hasn't been any, like, you know, match to that lighter, essentially. Or, you know. What, what, what a second. What do you mean is in, in AW? Uh, they, they can't possibly be talking because he's under contract. Yeah. What are, you, what, are you are you trying to suggest that in pro wrestling people have go betweens and uh, they send out feelers and tamper? Are you are you saying are you saying that in a com, in a competitive workplace that people tamper? Is that is that what you're trying? Is that what you're getting at, Rich Lotta? No. Are, are you you mean to tell me that when free agency hits on June eighth every year in the NBA, when people sign those deals, uh, when they hit twelve oh one, when people sign those deals at twelve oh two, that is that those are that people were tampering. Is that what you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me they didn't like they made these decisions. Me, they don't make these decisions on the spot, James. You mean to tell me that when Magic Johnson showed his ass up at LeBron's house and he saw and he and he talked to him for an hour and then signed on that like they weren't doing any talking beforehand. That's what you yeah, they were doing talking beforehand. That's what you're trying to tell me. Palinka was talking to LeBron before then. That's what really Yes, that that, that wow. you know that's, that's kind of how these things work. I'm shocked, but um, I am shocked. And I can't believe it. 
So WWE's been like doing a million like retirement last matches, farewells. They they're doing one right now. They just did one right now. Um as we recorded this. Uh they 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 had them in Moline, Illinois. You know, what what a high um, you know, profile uh town to go to, to lay it down in. But WWE you believing that how- that he's retiring. What were you gonna say? You wanna know how you wanna know how I know about the existence of a town called Moline? Illinois, from a Roseanne, from Roseanne from the nineties. My God, that's how I know. What up to all our listeners in Moline? (laughs) But I'm saying, like, that's that's how small hole in the wall it was. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna check it out uh, after we we get done here just to see if you know which one of them is crying. Yeah, Seth. It's gotta be Seth. It's gotta be (laughs) Seth. Seth Roman ain't gonna cry. Uh, like I don't know. They might, all three might be crying, but I know for sure Seth's crying. Yeah. Um, what do you make this thing WWE believes he's retiring? Like, and, and how good does, like, like if that's the case, like, what has Ambrose been telling them? Like, <laughs> like, like he's 33 years old, like, and, and he doesn't want to go into the, to the most competitive marketplace ever? What? That doesn't even say, that sounds irresponsible. I mean, look, man, he's made enough money. Like, got in mind, he's one of those guys that has made a million dollars uh, in a year a few times already, right? So you have that. He's somebody that's like, granted, he's thirty three, but he's old. His thirty three ain't like the same as like, for example, uh, Charlotte's thirty three or uh, Roman's thirty three. There's a lot. There's a lot of fucking light tubes and 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 cheese graters and nonsense he's he's had in his life to go through this can't keep mind like this is a dude that almost died on this is a dude that almost died during rehab over his shoulder so like there's a lot of stuff that's happened to him and if he defeat and if he's burned out he's burned out like that doesn't mean he's retiring like, i don't i don't think this is last match i don't think i don't think it's the last match we ever have but you know it could be and if that's what he decides good for him like your mental health is your mental health is no more priority so like the same thing that happened when um, when Punk left, it was like, look, man, whatever he needs to find or he feels is the right decision for him to 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 be at peace, whatever. Because you gave me you give me over the years plenty of entertainment, you give me more than I've ever had, than I ever had to give you. So, I, I you know, what to do I'm with. I'm gonna miss you, but it is what it is. Yeah, like so, I, I'm not I'm not begging he, Dean Ambrose yeah. to stay. I'm not like nothing. Like go live your life, be happy. Uh, like if you're deciding to lay it down, whatever, I believe Dave said, like, and he expressed serious doubt that he's going to retire forever. Uh, and he right. reinforced the fact that like he's leaving WWE because he's burnt out or unhappy. Like that's kind of like what it is. And I, you know, this kind of ties in like, you know, we had the conversation about Sasha last week. We didn't really get to Luke Harper who also re- requested his release, but there just seems like a lot of unrest. And, you know, it, it's just, it's just strange. Like how all, all this unrest and people asking for releases is, has gone on since like, you know, January. I, I just, I, I, I can't put my <laughs> finger on like, has something changed? Like out here, James, I don't, you know, like, like WWE is like, it's just not all roses. Like, it's not one great big happy family there. What? Hey man, it's it's a it's a hierarchy and it's and as you like to say jokingly all the time, it's a competitive business. Yeah, so, competitive business. You, yeah. So you throw that, you throw out, you know, the alternative. For this shit. Right, and there's and and 
granted, there's always been a, there's there's always been people pick people for this shit, but we're in an era now where um the fa- things move at such a fast pace that like to to bog to bog the product down trying to push somebody down someone's throat for so long whether it was whether it's for an eventual payoff or not or, or whether it just leads to nothingness like there's no need for that like you bu- you've built this company over the last i don't know let's say since the rock left you you built this this company um around wins and losses not mattering and trying to build a brand as if it's as if Xana fell in the shield. Well, if that's the case, treat it as such and stop doing this with people at the top of the card because ultimately, like, it does no good for Charlotte to get get booed um, or, or or to get that kind of reaction where people people just reject your storytelling because they know what they know what's up. Like, we know why she was there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, back to back to Ambrose. Like, it's just you know, if, if he's if he feels like he's cooked, he's cooked, and hopefully, you know, things change and he'll be back. Yeah. I mean, not hopefully, but like you know, it's it's if hopefully we get to see he gets to a he gets to a place where where can we can see the find best the of love Ambrose. and wrestling that he used to have to where he can do this again because like that dude. I mean, remember he was he was for a long time he was Iron Man, and then you get this thing, and he's out here, you know. <sighs> You feel like the love ain't, ain't in the, exactly in being the returned. gas mask. Just yeah. Jesus Christ. Like he um like like it, I hope he gets to a place to where if he does return, like we see the best of Dean Ambrose. Like because we clearly haven't seen the best of Ambrose in a long time. What like two thousand like two thousand beginning two thousand sixteen probably? Yeah. Well, I'll take it back. Maybe like the middle of 2017 when he was doing the tag run with uh with 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 Rollins and basically it was like that's another good one them in the bar on on Ra- them in the bar on Raw and then Usos and the New Day on SmackDown were literally like in a literally like not only were they like uh going head to head with each other in the ring they're also going head to head with like with their each other programs trying to see like who could be the best like program this year in 2017 like we'll never i don't think we'll ever had a kind of tag division uh that kind of like great work in the tag division ever again we needed the way the way it has the way to dismantle it since then on the main roster yeah um the last thing i want to talk about today is the last thing on my sheet and with a concerned um tone here Daniel Bryan's ominous absence from WWE since WrestleMania. Now, it's been, it was like 20 days, I want to say, maybe 19 days, or I don't know how many days since WrestleMania. WrestleMania was on the 7th, right? Right, so it's been 14 days. Okay, 14 days. So, Daniel Bryan's been off all the the reporting they're closely guarding his injury whatever it may be that happened in the Kofi Kingston match I don't know what it is uh, but right now I'm fearing for the worst and worse meaning concussion and I don't know if this is the end of the line for Daniel Bryan again I'd love to get some more info on this. Um, waiting for the reporting to drop. Fearful of the reporting to drop. But I, I feel like if Daniel Bryan has, had torn his ACL or had sprained like something or, you know, 
broke his rib or something like that, like we would have got it. There's only one real reason to hide an injury in WWE at this point. And, and, he, uh, and I'll also say like Sasha Banks, we don't really find out too much about her injuries either, right? So it might not be a concussion. But just with Dan Bryan's history, it sounds like not good news. And they haven't mentioned him. They haven't done anything on TV. Kind of concerned. I mean, I, I see your reason to be concerned because of the uh, the history he has with concussions in his brain and everything. Um, I, I I think I never thought about. I never. I just never took it or thought about it in the way you have. I never said it like, oh my god, they haven't really mentioned him at all. It's more or less, just you know, he lost at WrestleMania, and I think I took it as he'll be back eventually. And like I heard there was injury, but same thing. Like I didn't. I really. I didn't really give it much thought. But um, you know. With me and Daniel Bryan, um, I, I take all of this stuff the same way that I took it at the time in um, 2015, where it's like a- any other any new thing I get out of Daniel Bryan is a bonus. And um, once stuff like that happens to your brain, you know, like it's there. Um, and things might get better. And, and in case of Daniel Bryan, it appears that it did get better, but how much better did it really get? You know? So, um, you know, he, if, if this is the end or whatever else, it's a hell of a way to go out. Um, and it also adds to the magic of Daniel Bryan. It, you know, it almost feels it would be kind of poetic, but, um, and, and I wouldn't regret like cheering him to come back because it's time because this is clearly what this guy wanted to do. He woke up, I imagine, at ungodly hours to get his brain tested, uh, wherever else to work hard to stay in shape to to come back and what some people are calling the best run of his career. I don't agree, but it's like you know, it's right like the there. Best. Yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 it's right it there. There's a lot of strong Daniel Bryan to have between that 2000 or that the end of that 2011 into going in 2012 when he turned heel and he was a twerp uh, and he's doing the the yes while people were furious and doing the no, the team held no stuff, uh, the run the run from you know the run all the way to WrestleMania 30 uh, and then this like like. You have one of those, and you're just and you're lucky as a, as a wrestler in WWE. Like he's had four of them, and all in re- relatively short succession, almost. And also, like in the arc of the of of his career, like I remember at one point, um, like before he came back into uh, at at the beginning or going into WrestleMania 34, I thought that Daniel Bryan had like the greatest character arc of of all time in WWE at the top of a card for more than like a year, more like a year run or something short. So um, the fact that he was able to actually add to that, especially given how dire it was like in the fall. Yeah. Where like, yeah, he's having, yeah, he's having kick-ass matches on TV with AJ Styles, but like, you know, this don't feel big time to take that from, from there to, you know, he was the emotion, like he was the emotionally, he was a, he was in the most emotionally invested feud people were in, in on on WrestleMania, and then he goes out there and has a, a fucking wrestling clinic with 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 Kofi, um, 
that's a hell of a way to go out if that's if this is the case or or, or whatever happens. Like he did it again, um, and I know. And this is all this is all bonus. Like we never thought we were going to see that again. Like this is where we are. So you know, like I'll come to terms to with it if that ever if it comes if it come thing. Like, but I'm not I'm not going to take it as a yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, just I'm just you know I'm just like I have wrapped my head around and I'm processing it right now as you're telling me about like the potential there because I never really considered it. Yeah, because like it, it just like you know word normally gets out on this stuff and it just hasn't thus yeah. far. Sheamus yeah. has come they've come out and said Sheamus has been concussed right and he hasn't been on TV but it's just weird with Daniel Bryan it's different and well. I will say this: It's better than them telling him he needs to get his ass on the plane to wrestle more matches uh, in, in Europe after yeah. a concussion. So yeah, um, but yeah, that that was pretty much it for my format sheet um, laid down for this week. But uh, make sure you know any, anything else, James, that you wanted to talk about before uh, we rolled up out of here today. Uh, no, not really. Think anything that really comes to mind. Um. There was, oh, I can't remember what it was. I I, I forgot, so just screw it. Whatever. If, I, I, if it comes up to me, we'll talk about it off air. Sorry, folks. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, make sure you guys are checking out all the other shows here on the Social Suplex Podcast Oh, Network. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember now, I remember now. So, I remember reading The Observer this week about how, how uh, Stardom has dates on Tony Storm. Oh, yeah. Yep. So... A few months ago, this huge thing about how uh, all all the UK talent um, that we're still doing, like you know, uh, Rev Pro Progress, what have you, uh, is it ICW? Yes, yeah, ICW and the likes in uh, in the UK scene. How you know that talent was still allowed to be on shows or whatever else, or, and even on uh, you know, I believe even still on their streaming at that time. And then how that changed, and then the people were thinking like, well, that means that the UK scene is like toast for two years so they can develop more people to kind of rebound from the losses. Um, you know, you had the Pete Dunn tweet saying, fret not, meanwhile, he is the guy that's getting these checks. But whatever. Right. It is what it is. <laughs> um, so, and that's not against Pete Dunn. Get your money. Um, yeah. But I don't. you don't have to tell me to fret not when it's like, there's reasons to fret, bro. It, like, chill. Um, they give you the, they give you the check to wrestle, not they give you the check to wrestle and cut promos. They not don't give to you keep. The, yeah. So, um, Stardom is a company. Is this concerning that, for you? Like before you get it get it out, is this concerning? Because there are no, lots no, of no, reasons no. to be like I, to not like I, this. I'm not concerned. Um, my point about this about Tony Storm is they mentioned the dates that Tony Storm's going to work, even though um, you know. And then you also mentioned you saw that you also watched the uh, the Stardom draft. They mentioned Viper, Piper yes. Niven. Yep. So that means she's still that means that she's still going to be doing tours like she's been doing for years, um, part as part of uh, Queen's Quest. So uh, in Stardom. So we just saw start. We, we you saw the Stardom show um, in America, and then you also know that um, the next night. My Iwatani was on the uh, was on the Supercar show. So was Kagetsu and Hanakamura and Hazuki, um, also on the pre-show for that same MSG card. Yep. Yeah, I made a note to you about like Rossi Ogawa's out here. He's money artistic, right? So 
I'm starting to, now that I'm thinking about it and um it made me think like what are the potential what is the potential that seeing that stardom is not a company that really loans out their talent that much and now they're starting to do it that there's a quid pro quo going on of we'll give you dates on 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 Niven we'll give you dates on on Storm but um you know, let me holler at you about, you know, we've seen it for years now about to talk about how um, they may just buy WWE, buy some shit off WWN and just or progress and stick it on there at a higher uh, pay scale. Yeah. What do they say? You know what? We'll give you we'll give you a blank check. Put the stardom on uh, on our on our thing or better yet. Hey, don't loan out no more talent to these individuals. We'll give you uh, dates on these women that that have histories in your company that people enjoy when you go on tour. That's what it sounds like, and it sounds like WWE is trying to do that. You ever hear about like when uh, during like the World War, like when they're like toppling countries like Germany, like they're, they're like they're just filling up more of the map. Mm-hmm. I think there's an element of that at play. Yeah. WWE trying to break into Japan. With this. Yeah, and another and another one that I need to bring up is like Zaya also because Zaya was also drafted to uh, Zaya Brookside is also drafted uh, to Stars on the thing too. So it's like, and she just got done doing a tour. So it's like, and she's going to come back like as opposed to that was her last tour and she's done. And she's wrapping up and she's going to, you know, just do the the UK thing. So it's like something to huh. definitely keep but an these, eye on. Yeah, it's something to keep an eye on as a as potential power play, and it's like, I mean, one way or the other, like Stars going to be straight. If anything. You ask me what my best case scenario is for the situation is, all right. They they get down they get down they like all of a sudden uh, Rossi Ogawa is is in uh, is a part of the, the 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 network, right? You got uh you you have um all of that you you have all of that uh, performance center talent or whatever else all these athletes. Fly their ass over there. Let them get some dates, <laughs> because you can't. Because you can't tell me after watching Stardom and hearing the stuff that I've ta- told you about with Stardom or Sierra or whoever else that if we put some of the athletes they have, that they won't be great in two years. Like you can't. You can't tell me that Lacey Evans would not be a better wrestler if she was not out. If she had not gone. If she had given given an opportunity to do some of those six woman tags. As opposed to, she gets in where she fits in because there's a million women, um, just like there's a million men, and there's only but there's only two like touring spots on NXT between like the up you know the Largo Loop and like the Tampas of the world. So yeah, like this would this could be a benefit, but we'll see. Or it could just be a power play. I don't know. I would like it. To, I hope. I'm hoping that it's both. Yeah, because then I don't have to pin. I don't. I don't have to spend uh, pin two bills on uh, on streaming services. I can spend on one, and also like we can get some better um, wrestlers as a result because of uh, them getting some reps. Definitely something to pay attention to, and um, yeah, like close attention to because this shit can happen quick. So yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I that's gonna wrap the show up. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you check out uh, One Nation Radio is always on Sundays. We got Keeping It Strong Style Monday night, Tuesday morning, whichever uh, it may be. <laughs> um, 
We got grown men watch this shit every other Wednesday. We got the Ricky and Clyde wrestling show, our dudes from Scotland. We've got NXT Then Now Forever with James on Thursdays and all things elite with Floyd and usually a rotating co-host and all that. But definitely check out their episode from hold this up, Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Right now, right now, right now. Hold on. So you say NXT Then Now Forever is with James and then you go to the next show and then say it's Floyd with rotating host as if I don't have rotating hosts on my show. Stop trying to stop trying to push a narrative that it's solo James. Don't you do know, that. This is you know they they wanted more James, so they they got more James. Oh now, my you know? god! Here this guy goes. You know, superstar. You know, stop it! Uh, stop it! Y'all quit playing! Quit playing! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, what, what was I gonna gonna say at the end of this thing here? Um, I don't remember, but um. <laughs> Yeah, um, everybody have a good holiday and whatever and all that and have a wonderful week. Uh, You know, we all have to go back to uh, various forms of work or school or whatever you may be heading into this week. Uh, But, yeah, uh, it's always fun to uh, come on the show and shoot some shit uh, about this fake fighting shit. And, uh, yeah, we went to the Largo Loop um, the other night. It was hilarious. Uh, the Viking experience the name was booed big time. Um, yeah. And I don't know what, what else was really on that show. Casey, Casey Catanzaro and Lacey Lane beat uh, Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke on that, on the a house show loop, which is like, I, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn, like, yeah. They can't, like, and the funny part is at, at when they first showed up, like they were winning, like almost all their matches on like the house shows, whatever else. Like they were, they, they stayed being Dakota Kai. So now, like, it's almost like a thing. Like James Boyd will be watching this NXT show in any way, shape, or form. They're never going to win. Like, <laughs> I like they haven't won on t- they haven't won on the show, and they and not just watching for the first time on a house show and they lose. In it's like it's got to be like Triple H has to be fucked with me. <laughs> um, so you have that uh, Kushida. Um, oh, yeah, Kushida probably was second, there. Uh, it's probably his second match in WWE or slash NXT. Um, so that was cool. Him and Keith Lee versus uh, Red Dragon fishing in O'Reilly, which is like, dude, like we paid ten bucks to see that. <laughs> like yeah. Josh, Josh kept coming back to like we paid ten bucks to see that, and Shayna Baszler beat the piss out of someone. Like that's awesome. Yeah, um, and that was really only like a mid-tier show that you know I've been to around here. Like, man, there was one right. a couple, couple months ago. I was at it was in St. Pete. Matt Riddle and Johnny Gargano were a tag team, so it, it was like you know they they yeah. yeah and the and the uh, the main event was Ricochet and um, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan against Undisputed Era. Everybody but Cole, and it, yeah. or excuse me, it was Adam Cole and the other two. Uh, strong and O'Reilly, so mm. you like you never know what you're gonna get at these NXT house shows. So it's always uh, cool to kind of come out there. But yeah, um, like the Largo Loop show I went to a week ago, the main event was what was going to be the North American title match before uh, Chopper went down. So it was Cole mm. versus Riddle versus Velveteen, and that match was great. Like I probably gave that like four and a quarter. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna wrap up the show. Uh, we're done rambling now, but uh, <laughs> make sure you guys uh, hit us with the ratings and reviews, and reach out to us on uh, social media. So, uh, but as always, don't come taking that punch. Shit. Uh, 
But that's gonna wrap it up. We up out of here. Later. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.